Welcome back to a handbook for a handbook for mortals, a chapter by chapter review of Lanny Serum's A Handbook for Mortals. I'm James DeBrucker, and with me as always is Megan Griffin. All right. Um, so this week we're doing chapter five, The Emperor. Uh, Megan, do you want to do a story so far? Sure. So far, <clears throat> we have had our main character leave her home in small town, Tennessee. She then traveled over to uh, Las Vegas, where she uh, auditioned for a magic show with, as James has been putting it, uh, an act that is considered cheating, and made a bunch of friends, made a bunch of enemies, and last week found out she has a new power, Premonition, and I think that's about it, right? Uh, Pretty much. um, She's actually... At worst, made frenemies because um, the only the only person that acted in opposition to her was Mac, and she has now won Mac over with a shared love of Amy Mann. Yes, and Red Vines. Yes, and last chapter was a musical chapter. <laughs> um, this chapter mercifully is not. Uh, so you don't consider they... Sophia an enemy? They've not really interacted. I mean, it's just, it's like any sort of primarily male dominated group with a small number of females. Often the two women will work to tear each other down um, rather than join forces against the patriarchy. Okay. Um, so it's kind of hard to say, but we'll see. <laughs> or maybe we won't. Um, as ever, I've got Alan Moore's Promethea Volume 2 open to, uh, the fourth Trump, fifth chapter, <laughs> The Emperor, and I'm ready to declaim further iambic pentameter. <laughs> I am kind um, of amused that the Empress came before the Emperor, and I still don't I, understand there's no the relation of the title. <laughs> yeah, there really isn't. Well, keep in mind that this is at least, um, only Alan Moore's interpretation of the, the Major Arcana, and I would trust Alan Moore's interpretation much more than I would trust Lonnie Sarum's. But anyway, here we go. Hopefully this will be easier than last episodes. Ahem. What next indeed? The stage is set, but drama can't commence just yet. Our leading man, though unrehearsed, must step into the spotlight first. The lifeless chemicals in clay must somehow braid to DNA. DNA. Bollocks. Card three supplanted by card four. Behold him, life, the emperor. In him, a divine energy achieves substantiality. His double helix scepter twists, conjures all being from the mists. The rules that govern all life's toils are in his chromosome rung coils. The spiral strand of all who live, this spooled generic narrative, provides the cast whole clown and rage across the new earth's empty stage. This twisted rope's life script, life scheme, and lends our cosmic play its theme. Uh, so again, this all makes more sense if you're reading Promethea, not a handbook for mortals, and going through <laughs> and l- the major arcana in numerical order. Um, but yeah, um, that has absolutely nothing to do with this chapter. Um, last chapter, we talked about how, oh, you think I'm interesting? That's so interesting. <laughs> yes. That is at least observable behavior in humans. And I don't think anything in chapter five has any relationship to observable behavior in humans. Um, quick summary of chapter five is <laughs> Sophia tries to seduce Mac and then Mac invites 
Zade, short for Saharazad, I know that now, <laughs> to go scuba diving, and then Tad Tads. And that's scene, right? Like, that that's basically it? pretty much the entire chapter, which is, yeah. It is. This is this is also more slasher point of view than the other chapters, uh, just in terms of proportion. Uh, so, it, 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 based on the, the first paragraph, I was really confused as to whether or not it was that someone forgot to change the font back or if there was an editing error because <clears throat> the first paragraph of this book talks is in about, slasher vision but it's first person right it talks about dark days and when weekends are which anybody that's worked industry industry um i mean it is i guess it is a little bit cool and like could have been put nicely and then it gets a little condescending it is very much written in zade's voice uh insofar as zade is closest to what i think the author's actual voice is right um and yeah drew from the audio department from for the show is a pretty good audio tech he's nice and sometimes awkward but still generally like yeah this this shouldn't be in slasher vision right um and then it's uh, I had learned that most shows don't take their days off on the weekends because that's when they sell the most tickets. It doesn't take someone in the industry to know that. Like, anyway, right. This yeah. is, this is, this should be in normal vision. Right. Um, but it and, turns out that it's actually supposed to be about Mac. Right. Um, and so I, again, we talked about how the author has a really weird tick of getting very, very specific about certain things and not another, uh, not other things. She completely glosses over beer. It's <laughs> it's incredibly generic. Uh, you know what kind beer of beer mug. are you drinking? Yeah, um, and and <laughs> the bartender said it's your favorite. One more won't hurt, will it? And there's no like, and it was this kind of beer, or it was. I, I, I don't think beer is her poison. Uh, I was going to say, I don't, speaking. I don't think she drinks it. Um, Sophia and Mac's interaction is terrifying to me. Uh, it, it would have been closer to humanity if Sophia had said, why don't you come back to my room later? I'm in estrus. It's, <laughs> it's such a weird forced. Yep seduction and it's really junior varsity in terms of all of it <laughs> all of it yeah she buys him a uh, a beverage and talks about her good genes well the the part that i highlighted is uh the yes i did part might have been in regards to him talking about her leaning learning the lessons about the harness but her answer was awkward it's that's almost, true. Like, I'm almost starting to feel like the author was like, I want to see if an editor actually edits. So I'm going to put in all of these awkward things. But really, by this point, like, is this, yeah, is Zade supposed to be sitting here watching this happen? Yeah, like, it is almost to the point where, you know, the whole background of this is that she was writing a screenplay. A friend of hers read this, decided, hey, this would make a good book series. Let's, you know, let's go that way. I'm not convinced anybody read this before publication because, or at least not with a critical enough eye, because this chapter alone is so riddled with errors and continuation issues. 
continuality issue. I don't know what the anyway. Continuity. Thank you. It's a little early for me. <laughs> it's been a long week. Um, I've already done the laundry, you fucking peasant. I'm I'm a morning person. <laughs> I'm normally a morning person, but I have been traipsing around New York City like I am a tourist and I am tired. Did your did your grandmother get a chance to make America great again? No, I'm cutting that from this because I have so, <laughs> much, so much to complain about. Um so yeah, um, speaking of Nazis, uh, <laughs> Sophia privileges her good genes, um, which again, you know. Everybody has a um, pair of good genes. I mean, I just read Gray, who talks about his Dom genes. Dom genes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you've got Mean Gene Ogerland. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I guess it makes sense, theoretically, for Sophia to be scamming on Mac out of work function and it makes sense for zade to be does it uh, well zade could see sophia talking to mac right like this could have been done entirely from zade's point of view and you would not have had to change much right a better author would have done all this with body language yes um and then had had mac fill zade in but we do learn uh, that Mac does not go for girls that are taken, does not date actresses in the show. Um, and I can't remember. I feel like there was a third one. Uh, doesn't f- feed him after midnight. Uh, probably, yes. I think you're right. Now, I want to know what this breathing and deeply in a way a girl does to purposely draw attention to her cleavage. I don't I want to learn how to do this. You, you... Breathe in and you thrust the top of your chest out. That sounds like it would hurt. Well, yeah, but when, <laughs> like, in the history of women making themselves look good to attract a mate, it when has any of it looked good? Beauty or felt is good? pain. Yep. Um, this, yeah, this is all over the place in terms of voice because yeah. it goes internal Mac, um, third person omniscient, first person. It's, it's... Um, before It Follows got you, uh, we were talking about, uh, the, t- the vocal inconsistency, incoherency of this chapter, right. because it's, it's first person, third person, omniscience, Zade, internal, Mac internal, um, and, and like, is there a, I, I wonder if there's a chapter at the end where every character sits down and tells Zade, oh, and when this was going on, this is what I was thinking and feeling. You know, you're not too far off from what actually happens. Oh, you fuck. No uh, spoilers. No spoilers, but imagine a worse way of doing that, and that is how it's done. Um, I do want to point out that I was wrong many chapters ago when we had Beth introduced. Yep. I mentioned that there was another Beth later that was like, who the hell is this? Why did they pop up? Turns out it was actually a Mel. Okay. And the, the paragraph or the sentence goes, it almost seems, seemed like it had been planned that at that exact moment, Mel, another girl, Mel who worked for the show. Why aren't you letting me read? Oh, I was looking at the exact same paragraph simultaneously. I get that. I'm reading it for the listeners. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you already read it. It's fine. So I double checked and searched through the book because I'm reading this through ebook to see if a Mel had been mentioned before. And by this point, no, there had not been a Mel mentioned. So this is Mel Prime. Yes. So, but again, it says another girl Mel. So later what we find out is there isn't actually a Mel that is in Sophia's gang. 
But again, has not been mentioned yet. All right. So yeah, like, huh? Maybe I I so maybe there was a guy Mel. I don't know, or a non-binary yep, nope. Mel. Um, nope, there is no other Mel mentioned prior to this chapter. Yep. Um, oh, uh, Max' third rule I think was not hooking up at a company fu- function. Oh yes, that's right. Which who does that? <laughs> Anyways. So after we switch out of this pointless Mac point of view, which I mean, the whole point of it is to go, he is struggling with the fact that he might not hate Zayd anymore. And apparently this is like a big struggle for him because he apparently super hated Zayd. Right. Um, He went from not hating or hating to not hating. And so then we go back to at least a focal chunk of it on zaid um where she goes on about diving from 60 feet in the air into a small area of water which is not what she was doing in her audition right the whole point at the audition was that there was no pool because otherwise the author would have said you know and there was a small pool underneath like this is what everyone else does it is a little weird the way this is worded because yeah she does dive 60 feet into nothing and then ends up in a pool but the way that this is worded it makes it sound like she is practicing by diving into into pool. a pool right i mean maybe right. she wasn't cheating maybe she wasn't using her supernatural abilities to 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 get into the show who, 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 who or maybe who they're thinks? they're putting a pool underneath her to keep from uh you know having to break the masquerade add, i was gonna say add more risk during practice oh yeah yeah, yeah. um either way it's it's Two words, couple words, an extra sentence would have made this clearer. clearer. Versus going over the concept of jumping from a high point into a pool, which gets a paragraph, basically. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the concept of jumping heights or contained artificial bodies of water. Um, Especially when it is a warm pool. But like... I don't know. I'm not going to actually critique that too much. You know, whatever. Um, so then Mac is standing there, like always, with his clipboard. Um, which, I, this is probably the least creepy that sort of interaction has ever happened. Because he actually has a professional reason to stand there, like always. Yeah. And he's not watching her change, for example. Yep. Um, there's totally... Well, she- a- the paragraph before she bought him red vines, so they're like reaching out to each other. Yep. Uh, um, there's totally a fast times at Ridgemont High moment in Max's mind where uh, Zayd yep. climbs out of the pool and living in the st- in stereo is is um, blaring, and then he goes and masturbates with Judge Reinhold. Have, have, you've seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? Yes, I have seen Fast okay. Times. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I just just wanted to make sure that the masturbating with Judge Reinhold thing got landed, so to speak. Um. Uh, Yes. <laughs> so, and then again, there is a completely inhuman interaction between two people as, like, the, 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 Max chitinous mandibles distend from his human mouth and <laughs> begins the complex mating dance dated or narrated by David Attenborough. Um, extended, rather. Ma- Max human mask distends as the chitinous mandibles extend from said human mask. Very nice. Um, and yeah, they talk about water. Um, Which I hate. Right, yes. <laughs> um, Pirate Captain Meg hates the water. Uh, 
Or do you have a tight rant on scuba diving in Las Vegas? I, you know, they at least specify <laughs> we go out diving at this body of water. It's like, oh yeah, Las Vegas, fa- famous for its scuba diving opportunities. <laughs> I should ask my boss. He's a very enthusiastic scuba diver if there is any scuba diving in Las Vegas because he goes every other year. One of our conferences is held in Vegas. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Motherbox here. Lake Mead. <laughs> Lake Mead. I did find it funny because one of the things that she's happy about is that he has stopped bringing up the need to know about her illusion, but now she kind of wants to tell him how it's done. And in my mind, this read more is like, but I want the attention back. Yeah. But I also get that it's supposed to be played into like, I was starting to trust him. I was starting to, you know, maybe have a crush on him. And um, yeah. So Lake Mead is a place that exists in okay. the broad uh, Arizona Nevada area. Cool. So hooray! Um, Max says that he's always willing to go deeper, um, which deeper than a hundred feet is pretty deep. No, he's talking about his. I, I know he's talking about his dick. He's not talking about his dick. She thinks he's talking about his dick, but uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Um, I was trying to play the innocent card here, but oh, whatever. Right. Who? Which one of us has read Grey? Um, <laughs> let's talk about the things you've read and watched, James. Hey, 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 look. Solo or 120 Days of Sodom <laughs> is way less horrifying than everyone thinks it is. And the circle of shit scene is really important to the overall tone of the movie, what Pasolini <laughs> was trying to do. Because in the circle of shit, when people are eating the shit, it's shown through... A, a telescope so it further alienates the viewer from the actual coprophilia that's going or a uh, coprophagy that's going on screen anyway cute. um <laughs> we also have a moment of that this is the thing that drives me absolutely bonkers in books and it happens a lot in ya books which this is not but um what what chart was it on what chart what do you mean Oh, uh, well, this book oh. obviously charted on sales. What chart was it on? It is not a YA book. And yet. It is not a YA book. But no, no, I'm not asking what it is. Anyways, asking, so it, the thing is, is when people start to act like, if I give you a look, you can interpret the general meaning of a look I give. Or if you give me a look. Yes. Yes. Like that one. It looks like, where are you going with this? Right. But yeah, a yeah, look yeah. does not give you... A paragraph worth of, like, information. You cannot c- communicate entirely through looks. No. This is something that drives me nuts that authors do, and sh- which is done in this book. So here, there, here's, I think, the second or third time it's happened. I stared back at him with my best, go ahead, I'm nice, ask me look I had. What look would this be? I don't know. I think it happens a lot in YA because if you, you, you have to only hint at fucking in YA because if you add fucking, it becomes new adult. And so you listen to me. Well, you know, I was the one who came up with the distinction of new adult is YA with fucking. I think I actually said screwing no. on the podcast, but probably you are not the person that came up with that, but you're close. I mean, um, anyway, it's the whole thing is stupid and dumb and it whatever. Um, and I and I and I appreciate the need for multiple subgenres of black metal, and I think the distinction between young adult as genre and new adult is stupid and dumb. Um, Anyways, but that's, but that's why we have a podcast. Um, so yeah, the, it's. Oh, I did want to ask you. Okay, 
so before they talk about going deeper, it's uh, uh-huh. about two paragraphs before. Uh-huh. Uh, every time I heard the term dark days, it made me slightly excited. I love the term, love the term dark days. As oh, a way. God. Okay, so it's not just in my book. I was wondering if that was a Kendall misprint. No, no. So that's... chapter five, I think, is the point when we can honestly say there is no way an editor looked at this book. I mean, maybe the editor is using my defense mechanism, which I'm I'm <laughs> just... I did not catch that on my first time read around, so... I didn't catch it until you mentioned it, because it's... 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 So consistently bad overall <laughs> that a lot of the really obvious grammatical errors or typos um, slip under That's the radar. Um, on that department of redundancy department thing, come out on this group outing sort of ask. It's... Yep. I don't know. Also, what's... It, it's... Whenever the author has to write one character talking to another character at all. It goes completely weird. The internal stuff is banal and (laughs) naive, but it still reads as baseline normal human. Whenever it's two people talking, it goes into this, like, bizarre space alien who has consumed television and interpreted that nope i agree it is you know apparently she sat there long enough not looking after he asked thinking all these things like you can have internal moments and you know throw up some back information or inner monologue or whatever but like when you sit there and make it seem like this is exactly what you were pondering and thinking and all this other thing to the point that even Tad had to had looked up realizing I hadn't responded. Like that means you were sitting there. I'm tra- There's a TV show that every time someone has a flashback or someone has a flashback and it's like, Hey, are you okay? You've been standing here for like five minutes, just like staring off into space. Like this is that kind of moment. Mm-hmm. And it is very amusing. But also, no. Like, it's just sad almost. Speaking of sad, uh, the chapter ends with Slasher Vision on Mac and Tad. Um, <laughs> as they make a, as they joke about making a Neil Labute esque uh, Company of Men style bet on whether or not Ta- or Mac and Zaid sleep with each other. Um, uh, not sleep with each other. Uh, making out with. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because this is not new adult and it's also not young adult um <laughs> well so, i am surprised you did not ask if she likes being wet uh, yeah like i can't place the age of these characters because maybe this is like some fucking little rascals-esque thing where a bunch of 15-year-olds got together and put on a show or they're trying to save the rec center or something and they all have really good fakes because they act like and I say this as a dude who has run the age gamut of being a dude from 0 to 36 and like this is 
this You've is got more game than this. I, well, I, more than like I can remember finding these sorts of things funny, and they mercifully don't overlap with uh, when I could buy booze legally. <laughs> Nice for throwing in the legally there. You know, <laughs> funny story about that. Um, a friend of mine went went out for his birthday and, uh, oh yeah, I've been drinking here since I was six, since I was old enough to buy. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, like it's so so clearly. Mac is in the cat bug seat in terms of getting ready to mate with Zade, um, mm-hmm. make out with, which is how these beings exchange genetic material, right? Like, it like, like this yeah, is exactly. Their, their way of Sophia has good genes, so she wants to make out with Mac so she can, you know, Shady. use her ovipositor and like <laughs> lay little Sophia's. It's really a miracle of evolution. Um, we get again that he does not date performers. The more times you say you don't do something, the closer you are to actually doing it. You know, I am not unfamiliar with various performance scenes. And you know what people in performance scenes do a lot of? Date what? and fuck each other. Yep. <laughs> a whole lot. Turns yep. out that if you're in a close space with people in a very emotional situation i.e performing several hours a day multiple days a week you start to form connections and this one time at band camp is a joke for a reason yep it is um i was a band kid we all dated each other right um (laughs) i was never a performance kid so there we go um but yeah it's she clearly the author insofar as there can be a meaningful distinction between the author Lanny Serum and the character Zade Esther Fuck, what's her last name? Holder, I think. Okay. Alright. Shahrazad Esther. Esther Holder. Holder. Um The author clearly knows people who have tended bar. And mm-hmm feels like no one who has read this book or who is in this target market, be they adult, new, <laughs> young, or otherwise, would understand how bars or shows work. Yep. And I don't and think she has any performance background. I think she must have been given the runaround when she was managing Blues Traveler because there is not a lot of group performance the 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 troop aspects of this land particularly false to me i get that um i come from the back the bartender background so i don't really know about the performers i kind of shied away after leaving the whole band kid scene um but yeah there's not the sense of closeness that you get from being in a group, it's not there in this. It's kind of like, it's again, this, I'm going to tell you rather than show you Mm -hmm. that this is happening. Like they're a group of performers, just assume they're going to be close. That's kind of the vibe that this is giving. Um, And and I I was just going to say, usually Every time we have a chapter with Tad, we say Tad's just tatting. Well, apparently this time Tad is not just tatting because Tad makes a comment 
And Matt goes, that's not Tad. Uh, that's we're 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 we'll get to that when I talk about what's going to happen in the next chapter. OK, um, All right. which I think is basically now, because mercifully that this is a short fucking chapter. This is a very short chapter. Um, and it ends. I don't know the way that there's a the break symbol at the bottom is very strange. I think that is also a typo because um, like no maybe... other chapter ends with it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if another chapter ends with Slasher Vision. I'm sure there is later on. Okay, yeah. I don't think any chapter has ended with Slasher Vision yet. Um, so yeah, that's that's just another typo. So yeah, $100 bet to make out by before the end of the year. Um, that's a really high bet. 100 to bucks? To make out with someone? I mean, whatever. I it's aren't they fifteen? Didn't we just establish this? I, you're talking to someone. You're, 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 you're talking to someone whose sexuality is girl who gets drunk and makes out with other girls at a bar, except it's dudes. Like, so I I don't know. I mean, what? I'll make out. I'll make out with someone for a hundred bucks. I'll make out with someone because someone thinks it's hot. I'll make out with someone. I yeah, mean, whatever. Yes, I know you will. So this is not. Uh, yeah, I'm saying that I'm not the person to 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 like guess and check here. You know, hundred bucks. I was making a joke to the fact that we were talking about they were 15. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're uh, <laughs> trust fund kids? Fuck to I now. I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, that's the end of the chapter. Um, uh, so next chapter, uh, this one focused on weird inhuman mating rituals and bodies of water and swimming. So obviously they're deep ones and they go out to... <laughs> to Lake Mead to make offerings to Father Dagon, who guarantees the success of the show, like in Shadow Over Innismouth, where they uh, make sacrifices to Father Dagon to get gold and to keep the fishing industry running. And so the reason why Mac is weirded out by Tad at the end of the chapter is because Tad is succumbing to uh, Father Dagon's influence and is returning to his atavistic roots as a deep one half-breed. Uh, and so he's he's slowly becoming less human. And so next chapter, they go out to, to Lake Mead and uh, they perform orgiastic rites uh, in supplication to Father Dagon. And... Um, well, the next chapter is called The Moon, so I don't think you're wrong here. See? See? There you go. Moon, <laughs> traditional sy- sy- symbol of femininity and fertility. Um, you know, opposition to the uh, Apollonian force of reason, which Mac embodies because he's a stickler for rules and regulations. So so here he is clearly the uh, the Apollo figure. Uh, the, the Dionysian is represented by the character of uh, Sophia, uh, whose name means knowledge in Greek. So she is representing the secret knowledge that is gained from ecstatic rites like those performed in honor of Father Dagon. Mm. So this book is no longer a slasher book. It is now a almost Cthulian. Well, I mean, it, this book is this book is vast. It contains multitudes. I know this. So, 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 who can say what 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 I will think will happen next? Um, well, we we are at the point of the book where if it is a slasher book, we need a death. So, I'm assuming there's going to be a sacrifice. Right, right. Um, and uh, the whole thing because it's Vegas, it's um, you know, the showmanship is going to be uh foregrounded in the ritual. So, it's going to be sort of like the uh. 
the relaxed sequence and body double, which I think was also recycled uh, for the official Frankie Goes to Hollywood relaxed <laughs> video. Um, it's it's one of my favorite things that Brian De Palma has ever done, uh, body double in general and that sequence in specific. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I think will happen next. Um, one can only hope. <laughs> Don't think you're too far off, actually. Woohoo! Um, um so have we hit the light a candle, curse the darkness sort of thing? I think so. I think it's time. All right. Well, um, if you like people talking about fucking when they're actually talking about other things, I can highly recommend Hannibal. Uh, <laughs> everything. I know where you're going with this, even though I know you've been watching Hannibal all yep. week. So, so everything <laughs> is fucking in Hannibal. The food is fucking. The, the violence is fucking. The actual fucking is fucking. Everything... Oh, so it's not like what they teach you about literature where everything is symbolic for sex except for sex. Right, no, no. Like, the sex is also... The the sex remains sex. Like, that. that is <laughs> that is that is constant. Um, Hannibal is a show that really benefits uh, from a rewatch because you get to understand how much the show is really leaning on Hanagram as a power couple. <laughs> um... OTP. Um, so yeah, if, if 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 you want to watch people talking about a whole bunch of stuff that's actually sex, highly recommend Hannibal. It is it is it is food pornography. It is violence pornography. It is pornography. Pornography. It's soup what, pornography. Uh, what is it streaming on right now? Um, James Flicks. I'm not sure if it's streaming on anything. Oh, you guys own it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, this is by design. Uh, so now it's your turn to recommend something. Oh, and and find. Uh, I also recommend V. E. Schwab's Hanagram fanfic. If you can find it, V. E. Schwab at me. I re- I still want to read your Hanagram. That's not a metaphor. <laughs> oh God. Yes, we went to a book signing. Um, God, I guess it was last year. Um, where I think she said this was her OTP as well. Yes. And um. James about fell out of his chair. He was so excited. Yep, yep, so. yep. I, I, I still think that she and I are, are some of the only people at Books of Wonder to have a uh, con- extended conversation about subtly edited three ways. <laughs> um, as for me, what have I read that's, or watched that's good recently? Um, I just finished Dazzling Heights, which is the second book of the Thousand- Heights. No, the Thousandth oh. Floor series, which is a futuristic New York where they have built a 1,000th floor building uh, over the city. And it is essentially a gossip girl meets pretty little liars meets anything futuristic, but actually written fairly well. Um, yeah, you're giving me a face. My point being that if you want a YA series that has a lot of drama um, and death and... Um, lots of teenage sex, then that is the series that I recommend over this one. But isn't it technically a new adult series if it's... New adult is 18 to 24. There is sex in YA. The the new new adult is more... I mean... So now we're, adult... getting into the, now we're getting into the friction of, of how we societally define adult versus how you know, maturity is defined biologically oh versus... Uh, but, new but adult. Anyway. Okay, if you technically think about it, A Darker Shade of Magic is not an adult book. It is a new adult book, but because a new adult or new adult has the sexual connotation, why are you giving me this look? I, you're just you're just saying words. I'm reacting to these <laughs> words. It's, it's A Darker Shade of Magic, which we've both read, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. What are the age of the five main characters? Have you read the third one? 
Yeah, I've read the okay. third one. They're all they're all you know what nineteen to twenty ish. I think I, the oldest is like twenty four. Yeah, sure. So you know, college aged college grads. Yes, and there is some sex in the third one, but it's not a book where the entire series is leading towards sex. So we all really hoped, and by we, I mean me and Mary, that this was going to end up in some kind of four way. It did not. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, again, much. Uh, I'll I'll save my thoughts on that for for another <laughs> podcast. My but... point being, it is classified as adult because it does not have the because new adult has that connotation of there's more that that sex is a main element of the books. So so so, so, so wait, there is there is like a, there is like a a so if there's no sex, it's young adult. If no, there's a there's little bit of sex, young adult. I don't know okay. where you're getting that there's okay. no sex in well, young so adult. So I'm just trying to figure out how much sex a book can have depending on where it lands on the spectrum. What about pornography? What about explicit pornography? Where does it that falls fall into erotica? Okay, okay. It's where Fifty Shades of Grey is. Oh god, yeah. Fifty this... Shades of Grey is also about a 21 year old and a 27 year old. So theoretically, new it adult falls into the new adult age range. So, speaking of Fifty Shades of Grey, you have another podcast. Why don't you plug your (laughs) podcast? I do. I have two other podcasts. Uh, The first one is Judging Book Covers, which we just released an episode where um, my friends Ryan and Vicky came on and we read Grey, uh, the fourth book of the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy, uh, not having read the first three books. And I'm sorry to everybody that has been in contact with me for the past two weeks because I've either ranted about this or laughed or ranted and laughed and um yeah and then my other one is fabulous retellings which i do with my friend mary where we pick a fairy tale and go through its modern adaptations and what about you i can be found at over the tabletop podcast libsyn.com over the tabletop a podcast where my partner and i talk about two-player board games and that is mostly weekly mostly and find weekly. us Yes, mostly significantly weekly. Um, yeah, find <laughs> us by searching for Over the Tabletop. Um, yeah. yeah. Hooray. Um, so we'll be back next week to talk about The Moon. Yep. And not, actually, maybe we just will. Maybe we'll just randomly start talking about The Moon rather than the chapter of this book. Yes, exactly. Hail Dagon. Until next time, I remain from my sins, James DeBrooker. And I'm Megan Griffin. Be seeing you. <laughs>